Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It's Heather Shaw. You're listening to Heather Shaw is Kidding. Boy, a lot to jump into this episode. And by a lot, I mean one thing, mostly. The glorious film that I saw this this weekend, J-Lo's movie. It finally came out. We're going to jump into that. Uh, and then some other little uh, stories uh, from last week. But before I do, let's go over the reminders. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you listen. Rate it, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on MySpace Music Player, on Facebook's Marketplace. I don't know how you're listening to this. Stay away from Facebook Marketplace, would you? You don't need that used table that's haunted, that a squirrel has died inside of. You don't need it. Half the time when you go to buy something on Facebook Marketplace, you're getting shafted. You think you're going to buy a TV and somebody hands you a dead ferret. Don't do it. Um, but rate, rate this uh, podcast. A lot of people uh, message me saying they like it. I like to hear that. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, where the fuck have you been, faggot? All right. Um, if you want to support me, another way to do that is to join the Patreon. You know, even if you don't care about getting a bonus episode of this podcast every week, uh, you can still just support me for $3 a month. For just $3 a month, you can support a gay. Huh? Do it. Uh, And then I got to go over tour dates. So tonight I'm in Batavia, Illinois. I don't know when you're listening to this. might be too late. Nashville, March 1st and March 2nd. Cleveland, uh, March 28th. Some gay guy hit me up in Cleveland. Um, And he does a comedy show at a gay bar or gay club. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, And he said, hi, uh, do you want to do a show after your show at the comedy club? In Cleveland, do you want to come over to this gay bar called Poppers? I don't know what it's called. I'm making it up. Do you want to come over to prep and do a little comedy spot? And I said, absolutely, I do. Absolutely, I do, Gary. Sign me up. So uh, if you're in Cleveland, you can't make the comedy show. And I don't know where this is. I don't It's a bad plug for the show. But how many gay clubs could there be in Cleveland? I mean, really? What do you have? You have like a Walmart a shady Walmart, and then probably two gay clubs. Um, I don't know what the gay club is called. Uh, Anal would be my guess, something like that. That should be fun. Indianapolis, Indiana, and St. Louis. I'm coming to you in April, and then D.C. in June. I think I'm doing San Diego in May, but the club, I don't I don't know. I We go back and forth and ghost each other. It's been weird and fun. I miss ghosts. It's the only ghosting I can get now is from comedy clubs because I'm in a solid relationship. Um, but check out all the tour dates and get tickets at heathershawcomedy.com. All right, that's enough of that. Let's jump into the fucking reason we're here, baby. J-Lo's movie, This Is Me. No. Have you seen it? It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's only an hour long. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break this down real in depth for you. This is an experience, this movie. Um... I kind of called it. I hate to say it. I called it. A couple episodes back, I opened the show by saying, I saw this batshit trailer for J-Lo's new movie. It can't be good. And boy, was I right. It's insane. It's like so bad that it's good. It's fun to watch. Make it an experience. It's only one hour. You can carve out an hour of your night, get your friends together. Um... I wouldn't recommend getting high, but a lot of people can deal with being high way better than I can. If I watched this movie high, I would have called the cops on myself. I would have said, officers, there's a faggot in my house. Get her out. 
It is. Uh, it's quite an experience. Watch it with people. It's. It's one of those movies where it's so bad that it's. It's like accidentally funny because there's no more good comedies anymore. So this is what you get. You get Jennifer Lopez pay, paying out of her own pocket twenty million dollars to make this film about how bad her love her love life is. That's the whole entire film. She is roasting her love life for an hour straight over some music numbers and a lot of CGI. That's the premise of the film. It took me probably a day and a half to realize and understand the premise of the film. I couldn't, while watching the film, I couldn't understand what the film was about. When the credits started rolling, I still was like, I don't know what I just, I know I saw an abomination, but I don't know what kind. You have got to see it. It is is a viewing experience. It is a must-watch. I hope it wins all of the awards. Um... God, I hope she's submitting herself for the awards. I mean, it is, it's crazy. I'll, I'll go over the good things about this film first, okay? Because there's only two. There's only two things. There's three, actually. Number one, it's an hour long. That's great, because I'm not a fan of long movies. I mean, once you hit an hour and a half, I'm out. I hate it. And all the movies nowadays are three hours. You know, if they came out on VHS, they'd take up three tapes, like fucking Titanic. Every film is, is insane. It's like, you know, I, I hate it. So that's a good thing. The other good thing I will say is the music is not bad. In the, in the movie, it's not that bad. I actually was kind of kind of like bopping my head to this song, the songs. They weren't awful. I went back to Spotify today and listened to the music, and it wasn't good. So I don't know if it was like the dancing that made it sound good, because I listened to it on on its own, and the album is not good. I hated it. But in, while watching the movie, I guess it was the only good part about what I was seeing. It didn't sound that bad. So that's number two. Sorry, that was a mouth fart. The third thing I'll say is that J-Lo, Jenny Jenny, she is 54 years old and this woman looks fucking stunning. Uh, stunning. Amazing. For 54. And she doesn't look um, worked on. You know, she doesn't look like an old antique car that needed a lot of love. Because you're starting to see that now with some of these celebs who never looked like they needed work or did work. We all know that every A-list celebrity, man or woman, is getting work done. By the time they hit 25, they're doing work and maybe even younger. Jennifer Aniston is a good example of like, we knew she was doing Botox and like not using a vino, even though she claimed, you know, she was a vino spokesperson. We knew she was doing stuff, but she never really looked like plastic surgery E. And now Jennifer Aniston, she was at that award show uh, like in the past month and she looks, it looks bad. It looks sad. She looks like a lion. Her face is pinned back. She looks like uh, there was a 90s TV show called Beauty and the Beast. (sighs) Don't come for me, but Jennifer Aniston looks like the beast in that 90s TV show. If you remember that show, holy shit, you're old. Um but she kind of, and I'm not, I'm not trying to shame. I, I, I say that Jennifer Aniston's always pulled off looking great. And now she's kind of veering into like, uh-oh, you're looking way too tight, way too pinned back. Her ears are pinned back in the back of her head. Um, she, her nose is starting to look a little weird. I mean, things, hopefully it's just settling. Hopefully she just got work done before that award show. And it just needs time to settle. But uh, J-Lo, we know that J-Lo's doing stuff, right? But she looks, she looks amazing. I mean, she, she, for 54 years old, this woman looks great. I don't know what she's doing. Um, she's not finding the right man to marry. <laughs> and I can say that. I've seen this movie. I don't know what she's doing, but she doesn't look 
worked on. She doesn't look fake. She doesn't look plastic surgery. I mean, she is just gorgeous. I don't know. Maybe she's eaten some babies for the conspiracy theorists out there who, you know, they need lives. But they love to say that, you know, celebrities, I don't know, drink baby blood or drink baby periods. I don't know what's going on. I don't follow the conspiracies. All right. So that's the good things, right? Let's get into the entire movie because the rest is god awful bad. Okay, so even if you can't make it through the entire film, if you tried watching this, if you get to like the 10 minute mark, you've done your job. You've tried. And I I will salute you for that. Because a lot of people have told me, hey, I tried watching that movie. And no, nope, I refuse. I would rather be sitting in the DMV all day with all the wrong documents that I, you know, not getting anything done. Um, I made it through the film. I don't know how. There's a lot of bathroom breaks. I prayed a little in between each scene. You know, I don't believe in God, but during that movie, I started to wonder, is he out there? Does he exist? Uh, So if you make it 10 minutes in, you'll understand that within the first five minutes of this film, there is an unhinged uh, musical number where she is in like a, an exploding love factory. This is how the movie opens. She's doing a dance number inside of an exploding love factory. Things are falling down. Things are melting and she's just belting. Things are melting and she is belting. That's what's happening in her own J-Lo way where it's like, is J-Lo even singing? Because remember when J-Lo released music and everyone's like, that's just Ashanti. She just is stealing people's trap. Like she's using people's voice and pretending it's hers. J-Lo is a great dancer throughout the film, but that's not going to save it, honey. Your good dancing is not going to save this film. Just at least watch the first musical number. If you watch that, you'll kind of understand the rest of the film. You'll be like, oh, this is the vibe. It's batshit bananas. Everything in this movie is CGI'd to hell and back. Everything looks so fucking fake, except for J-Lo. I mean, it, it, it is so bad. And she spent 20 million. And this is why she spent $20 million, because everything is so CGI'd to hell. It's like... It's like Avatar on acid. It's insane. James Cameron is looking at her like, tone it the fuck down, bitch. What are you doing? You're losing the plot. Uh, it's, it's, it's unreal. Everything. E- like, just simple things. Her house. Her house is not a set. It's not a movie set. It's all CGI. Uh, if she's walking outside, it's all CGI. There's a scene where she's dancing in the rain in the end. She's dancing in the rain. Now, Jennifer Lopez produced this, funded it, helped write it, um, which, you know, just means she abuses, she abused writers. You know, they would write something and she'd say, no. Um, she wrote it, she starred in it, she sang the music. So she has every, every little part of this movie she did. And uh, you can tell, you can tell. There is no, there is no, the only real thing about this movie are the actors and the cringe. Those are the realest things about this movie. Um, it's almost as if she was trying to, I guess she was trying to make this movie to be like her version of Beyonce's Lemonade, you know, like, like a visual album kind of thing, I guess. I don't fucking know. I mean, Beyonce's Lemonade was a masterpiece. It was so well done. This is like J-Lo presents High C. You know, this is like J-Lo, Capri Sun. It's not good. It's, it's unreal how bad this movie is. It's embarrassing. Does she ever get embarrassed, do you think? 
Or is she on a level of narcissism where it's just like, it's like Trump. When you're so narcissistic that like literally nothing, no. If everybody, if everybody told you you sucked, you'd be like, everybody's crazy and a liar. It's really unreal. The fact that she spent $20 million on this project about her love life, it's enough. It says enough. She's a Leo. That's accurate. That's a Leo move. That's a narcissistic Leo move. I mean, within 20 minutes of the film, she has been married three times. Within 20 minutes. I get The film's only an hour long, so that's, you know, by the halfway mark, she's ran through three marriages. I mean, real quick. Boom, 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 boom. And music. It's, it's, it's un, they packed a lot, man. They packed a lot. This better win an Oscar. At one point, all of her friends, who, by the way, um, her group of friends are played by people like 20 years younger than her, which maybe is believable. All the men are gay. Very believable that she would surround herself with gay men. And then all the women are women that, I don't know, J-Lo would not look at, you know, in, in the street. She wouldn't pay attention to them. She's... The women who are playing her friends in this movie are people that J-Lo would tell them, don't look me in the eye in real life. You know what I mean? It, it didn't, I didn't buy it for a second, but all of her friends in the movie, at one point they hold an intervention for her. <laughs> J-Lo comes home stumbling drunk. I don't know how they got all of this into the movie. J-Lo comes home stumbling drunk with a random guy she met at a club or something. And she walks into her living room and like all of her fake friends are just in the living room like... <laughs> We're really worried about you, queen. Yeah, can you take a seat? Like, what do you, I don't, they're like, you've had been married a lot. Are you okay? Like, go to love rehab. What is happening? It'd be so much more interesting if J-Lo picked up a heroin habit in this movie. Then, then I'd be like, this movie deserves everything and more. Where's the sequel? I wanted a real intervention. You know, not like, girl, you've been married a lot. Are things Okay. No, bitch. She doesn't, she doesn't realize that you have to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. Can I get an amen? Fat Joe is her therapist in the film. I mean, what are we doing? Did J-Lo lose a bet? This entire f- movie feel like, feels like J-Lo lost a bet. She went to the poker table with Ben Affleck and lost. And he said, all right, you got to make that fucking movie, bitch. And guess who your therapist is? Fat Joe, who, by the way, he's slimmed down. He shouldn't, I mean, Fat Joe is no longer factual. He needs to go by Ozempic Joe or just Joe. He just needs to be Joe at this point. There is no fat or change it to a fat with a pH. I don't know. You got to do something. I mean, unreal. That's like me walking around saying I'm Asian Heather. Nuh-uh. Ben Affleck is in the film for three seconds. I guess he also lost a bet. Um, and it's like, dude, have you learned nothing from Geely? Have you learned nothing from Geely? I mean, I don't, he, and he's in, he's a, he's a newscaster in the film. He doesn't interact with J-Lo at all. So maybe he was like, if we don't interact, it won't be a bad movie. And whew, no, you were wrong. He plays a newscaster named Rex and he, he, he's in prosthetics. You, you can't recognize him. I only realized it was him in the credits. He's got a crazy voice. He plays a newscaster, but he's not interacting with J-Lo in the film. He's like on TV that's playing inside of her fake CGI house. And he serves no purpose for the film. You don't understand what he's saying, what he's, new, what he's talking about on, on the news. It's, 
No sense. Makes no sense. You know that J-Lo just sat him down and put a gun to his head and was like, you better do this fucking film, Ben. After all we've fucking been through, Ben, you and your fucking gambling and your fucking drinking and your fucking bitch ex-wife, Ben. There were a lot of celebrity cameos, though, and uh, I think you see them. I mean, I, yeah, I would say by the 15 minute mark, you're going to see an absurd amount of celebrity cameos that just make no sense. It looks like a Super Bowl commercial. I mean, the budget, 10 million of her budget went to paying these fucking celebrities to be in the movie. They're all um, in the sky and they all, all these celebrities play a Zodiac sign and their main duty in the film is to just be together up in the sky roasting Jennifer Lopez. I mean, this is unhinged. Has anybody done a welfare check on Jennifer Lopez? What is she doing? And the celebrities are so random. It's You have Jane Fonda, Post Malone, Kiki Palmer, who I will say Kiki Palmer was the funniest one because she just she's just good. Uh, Jay Shetty, I think his name is. He like has a podcast I've never heard of, but apparently it's very big and so he's very popular and he looks like he loves tanning, tanning salons. He loves a tanning booth, a tanning bed. Neil deGrasse Tyson is in it. And I, I could have sworn Neil deGrasse Tyson got, got me too which makes sense. I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson is like, God isn't real, but he thinks he's God. Um, Sophia Vergara's in it. Trevor Noah. I mean, that makes sense. Trevor Noah seems like he's just like, he would do anything for a check. Um, Kim Petras. So uh, the, all those celebrities are together. They clearly have not filmed their scenes together. I mean, this scheduling all of these celebrities like Jane Fonda and, you know, Post Malone and Neil deGrasse, like Jane Fonda, her bedtime is 3 p.m. So she's not going to be there shooting all day. So you can tell that everybody was filmed separately and they just, again, worked their movie magic CGI and, you know, whatever, Photoshop and put them all together. And all they do is just roast J-Lo, being like, look at this stupid bitch again. She's picking the wrong man. Should we step in? No, Scorpio, don't do that. Let her, you know, learn her path. It's, uh, guys, I'm going to say it. It's unhinged. I know I keep saying it. I don't, the way I'm describing this movie, it sounds like a fever dream. I, I mean, it sounds like something when I had, when I have a flu and I go to bed and I'm all Benadryled up. And I wake up and I'm like, holy shit, I dreamt Fat Joe was J-Lo's therapist. And Jane Fonda was there calling her a dumb cunt. It was unreal. It sounds, the premise of this film and what's going on in this film, it sounds like a Mad Lib. It's, it's like, okay, I need 10 celebrities. And you're like, uh, uh, Kiki Palmer, uh, Trevor Noah. Uh, what about that uh, stupid science bitch, Neil deGrasse Tyson? It's, it's crazy. I would have so much more enjoyed it if they had different celebrities up there and it would have saved her money. I want to see, I want to see the crazy celebrities up there. I don't want to see Jane Fonda who was doing, she, one of her lines was referencing the Vanderpump rules as if Jane fucking Fonda knows the Vanderpump rules. You think she's watching that show giving a fucking shit? I mean, I want to see like, Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis would have been fun up there. Taryn Manning in one of her episodes, just hitting a meth pipe and being like, yeah, J-Lo, what are you doing, J-Lo? <coughs> God. I do one Taryn Manning impression and I start to choke. How does she live her life? 
I want to see Taryn Manning up there as a celebrity Zodiac sign, as Pensatusky or whatever the fuck her name was. Puckatuxy Haxy Phil. I don't know what her fucking name was in Orange is the New Black. I want to just see up there, up her up there. And Jaya, she's fucking nuts. She's a fun one to watch, but it's also like Taryn Manning, somebody where you're like, this woman's going to die. And then we're all going to be real sad and be like, how could this have happened? And it's like, no, we know how. We've seen her TikToks. She's always in some like 2003 Ed Hardy trucker cap, trucker hat, talking about like filming, how filming Crossroads she was paid in like drink tickets, you know, claiming she's sober and just uh, believes in Jesus Christ and Trump. I mean, these are, this is true. She gets on TikTok and she's just like, yeah, I don't do no drugs. I just, I'm, I'm high on Jesus Christ and Trump 2024. She's crazy. I would have loved to see her up there. Corey Feldman, I would have liked to, to be up there doing his little Michael Jackson routine. You know, impersonating the person who touched him as a kid. That's fun, isn't that? That he turned into a pop star? Well, let's say a pop singer. <laughs> you can't call him a pop star. He's a pop singer. Corey Feldman performing on Good Morning America, whatever fucking show it was, that somebody gave him a spot on a morning show or whatever to do his, like, Corey Feldman Dark Angels. I feel bad for Corey Feldman, who was clearly abused by the industry. Um, but it's funny that he tries to be, like, Michael Jackson Feldman. Because, I mean, I'm sure that Michael Jackson touched him. I don't, I mean, everybody, I think Corey Feldman and, like, Macaulay Culkin come to his defense all the time. I think, I'm, I could be wrong. I'm not really... I'm not an expert on uh, Michael Jackson's pedophilia. I know. How dare I? But Corey Feldman's definitely fucked up. I want to see him up there. Just roasting uh, roasting J-Lo's love life. Rachel Dolezal would have been fun up there. Just like being black. You know Rachel Dolezal, the, the, the white lady who, who identifies as a black lady? That's always fun. She, was a, she, she just got fired from being a teacher because somebody found her OnlyFans. And I'm like, you let her teach? Are we that desperate? That's the the white woman who who perms her hair and claims she she identifies as a black woman is now allowed to teach her kids. We're fucked. I want to see her up there, just be like, mm-hmm, J Lo, mm-hmm, girl, shoot. And then I want to see Gypsy Rose. That's who else I want to see up there. Gypsy fucking Rose, just going like, I believe in you, J Lo. Find that fire, D. <laughs> I mean, that would have made the movie so much better to have that group. And and again, cheaper. You could have paid Taryn Manning and hot dogs and she'd be happy. J-Lo really fucked up. Please go watch the film. I know I just did like 20 minutes on this film, but I'm in love with this film. I'm trying to get my fiance to watch this fucking film. It's very hard. And my main selling point is, but babe, it's only an hour long. And she, I, I just can't get her to do it. Please watch this film and tell me what you think of it. I think I'm helping market this film. You know what I mean? I've been talking shit about it, but a lot of people have been commenting, saying they're putting this film on because of me. Now, they're not making it past 10 minutes, and that's okay. I think the stream still counts over there on Amazon Prime. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think this is, somebody said, I can't tell if this is going to be a cult classic film. No, it's not. <clears throat> Mouth queef. Sorry. It's not going to be a cult classic because like in order to be a cult classic, something has to just bomb, but still be good. But like nobody really 
gets it or it's ahead of it's ahead of its time and then people pick up on it like very jennifer's body you know what i mean jennifer jennifer's body came out and it was like controversial and like nobody saw it and now it's like fucking amazing and every you know damaged woman on tiktok makes a tiktok with jennifer's body sounds and you know um it's very tumblr 2024 you know um but this is not going to be a cult classic this is going to be a cult classic in the way showgirls is and was showgirls is laughably bad you know, uh, I tried to watch it again, and it, it's it's just awful. But you know what? Showgirls has a plot. Showgirls has a real movie set. You know, I mean, this is if this is what AI films are going to look like, J Lo's movie. We're really we're not we're not going to be served good art anymore. It's really bad, and it's not low budget. So it's like, what happened? Please watch it. I need people to talk about this film with because. <sighs> I just, it, I can't keep it to myself. It's like a horrible secret. I mean, it's like I got molested. I, I mean, by watching this movie, you do kind of agree to get molested. We'll leave it at that. Um, all right, let's do an ad read and then I'll jump into a little gypsy news because we got to keep up with our girl Gypsy, huh? All right, Lucy Brown, baby. We love Lucy Brown coffee over here. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm pumped to get my new um, bag of beans from old Lucy Brown. I signed up for the subscription. It's a fucking great service. I got it so fast. The coffee was delicious. So good. If you're a big coffee lover like me, uh, you're going to love what they have to offer for these subscriptions. Um, so I would highly recommend it. You can enjoy coffee from Lucy Brown Coffee Bar without ever leaving the comfort of your home. Lucy Brown Coffee Bar is a Lexington, Kentucky local shop here, and they're offering coffee subscriptions to anywhere, baby, anywhere. Where are you at? Ukraine? You got it. Uh, Lucy Brown is now offering coffee subscriptions. All you have to do is fill out the form on their website, and you'll get coffee beans from different and exciting roasters sent straight to your door. And this all starts at just $20 a month. And you even get a promo code that'll give you 10% off. And I'll tell you that promo code in a second. Listen, we need to talk about this coffee. It's every month you can get different coffee. That's the exciting thing for me. I really liked this month's coffee that I got. So I might like go back to the store physically and buy it. You can also buy online, but I, uh, I'm excited to see what else you're going to send me. So I know I'm not going to get the same coffee that I got last month, but like I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what else I'm going to get, get because it's just cool that you can get a variety of uh, coffee from uh, from Lucy Brown. I'm very excited. I should have had some coffee before here, but I didn't want to shit my pants. Visit LucyBrownCoffee.com. That's L-U-S-S-I BrownCoffee.com. And follow the coffee subscription button to get signed up today. It's so easy. And if you use the code Heather Shaw is kidding, you get 10% off your first order. It's so worth it. Um, I have this subscription. I love it. I love supporting uh, Lucy Brown Coffee. They're a queer-owned, queer baby, queer-owned coffee shop right here in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, We love gays. Support the gays. Support a local, small business, gay-owned coffee shop. What are you doing, huh? The Other Autism Podcast. Have you ever wondered if you might be autistic, huh? I see you collecting stamps over there. Or maybe you were recently diagnosed and now you're trying to understand autism and your place in the autistic community. That's also a thing that happens now. You know, with TikTok, it's like you go on TikTok and everybody's diagnosing you with everything. I mean, I thought I was bipolar for at least five minutes today. 
You know, because some people are like, I saw a TikTok was like, do you like hot weather and cold weather? Bitch, you might be bipolar. I was like, oh, fuck. But on, but I feel like you can, you can kind of go and it's gone TikTok and, and they can show you like, you know, some of it's real and some of it's not about whether or not you're autistic. It's very interesting. But I think TikTok has gotten people to get diagnosed, which is kind of nice to understand autism. You know, it's, it's a lot different to get diagnosed later in life. I was, uh, I was diagnosed gay early, but I can't imagine if I, you know, was diagnosed at 30. It'd be a whole different kind of experience. The Other Autism Podcast is here to help. On each episode, your host, Kristen, will bring you interviews with autistic folks who are diagnosed as adults. So this is no kids shit. This podcast is not about, I was seven and uh, I'm autistic. I can, you know, count toothpicks on the ground. This is adults. This is all about adults that were diagnosed later in life and then how they came to terms, terms with their autistic identities. It's very interesting stuff. I really like this podcast a lot. I'll sip, sip my queer-owned coffee from Lucy Brown. I'll pop on this podcast and, you know, baby, I got, a, I got a party going on. It's a good time over here. The Other Autism Podcast also covers the latest in autism research and topics at the forefront of autistic culture and scholarship. So if you kind of like to nerd out on that stuff, this is the podcast for you. If you are autistic or just wondering if you might be, you know, do you have a lot of Funko Pops in your living room? Huh? Don't be honest. Don't lie to me. How many Funkos are we talking? Uh, If you're wondering if you might be or if you actually are autistic, the Other Autism Podcast helps you feel more informed and less alone. You can find the Other Autism Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to it now, baby. Kristen's the best. Shout out to Kristen from the Other Autism Podcast. Shout out to Sarah from Lucy Brown Coffee. Uh, What else do I want with sponsors? A coffee shop and an autism podcast. That's like, uh, that's on brand. It feels good. All right, we got some uh, hot news for, oh, you know what? No, let's go to Gypsy Rose first because I didn't cover this before the ad read and I, and I, was, I thought I was going to, but we got to talk about it because, I, I, again, I think I called something now. I think my, I had insight and I called something. You got to start listening to the things I predict. I think I'm pretty good at predicting certain things. Not to toot my own queef, but I think I'm good at it. Gypsy Rose, baby. Let's go back to Gypsy Rose because people have forgotten about Gypsy Rose. They kind of, I mean, she's there, but we've, you know, we've cooled down off the Gypsy Rose fever. You know, she came out of prison hot going on those talk shows and and saying, talking about her husband's fire dick. And uh, (laughs) it's kind of cooled down. I mean, she's still got a million followers on Instagram, but She's uh she's finally hopping over to Cameo. Gypsy Rose is on Cameo. Let me let me make sure this is somebody sent me an article um and I immediately saw it and was like, "Oh bitch, she's doing it." Um is she not on Cameo? Is this fake? You know what? Maybe Oh. Maybe it is real. I was going to say This is from the cut. This has to be real. Um Cameo announced Gypsy Rose's arrival earlier this week on Valentine's Day, no less. For $100, you can have Gypsy Rose narrate all kinds of messages for your life. I feel like like I'm reading an ad read. (laughs) This sounds like Gypsy Rose wrote me and was like, Can you please tell people I'm charging $100 to break up with their boyfriend for them? I I mean, that is brilliant. Gypsy should have done this a lot sooner, to be honest. 
But imagine Gypsy Rose telling, you know, your Aunt Linda that she has cancer. I hope she uses, I hope she gets so many cameo requests, but there's going to be some funky ones. There's going to be a lot of annoying ones. Hey, Brian, this is Gypsy. I just wanted you to know that Michelle thinks your D is not fire and also she has chlamydia. It's going to be rough. It's going to be really rough. She's going to get a lot of earnest cameo requests. She's going to get a lot of funky cameo requests. She's going to get a lot of, you know, where she's almost saying a slur. People are going to trick her into almost saying a slur. I just know it. Ugh. But I, you know, I was on cameo for when I, when my TikTok first kind of got going, I, I got on cameo and I don't know why I fucking hated it. Um, it might be easier to do cameos if people are just asking you to talk to them through the, the, the camera, just be yourself and just say, Hey, happy birthday, faggot or whatever. But people were coming onto mine and requesting me just doing like fucking Jim Carrey lines. It was, it was soul sucking. And I understand why I blew up on TikTok. I get that. But I I was not about to just have to look in the camera and be like, smoking. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. And then some of the some of the people were requesting, you know, lines from movies that I didn't even know. Like, I don't know me, myself, and Irene that much. I don't know any Sonic movies, okay? I'm not a pedophile. Why would I watch Sonic? I don't I don't have children. I'm not a pedophile. Leave me alone. I had to get off Cameo so fast. I mean, I did probably like five cameos and I was like get me the fuck out of here it, it felt very like dance monkey dance and I wasn't making enough money for it to be good but I mean it just wasn't worth it even if I think if I was just making a lot of money I just unless I could just talk into the camera and say hey how you doing it's Heather Shaw but nobody wanted that back then it was it was hey Jim hey Jim do this hey Jim and it's like oh God, I feel like I'm gonna get sued but we'll see what Gypsy Rose does in Cameo. She's charging a hundred bucks. Um, you can uh, you can go on there and uh, get her to say anything. And I I'm gonna I'm waiting patiently for the TikToks that come out with her just saying crazy shit. You know what I mean? January sixth wasn't that bad. Let's riot the Capitol again. This is Gypsy. Trump has always been the president. Did you know? All right, happy birthday. This is Gypsy. <laughs> Just the things people are going to make her say. Hi, this is Gypsy. I'm your mother. Mother is mothering. Slay, work, twerk, queef. It's going to be rough. But good for her. Make that money, Gyps. Because how else is she going to... She can't get a regular job. She can't be an accountant. You know? She's a... Uh... Did she ever even complete school? Did we ever figure that out? Is Gypsy, can she count to 10? I'm not saying she's dumb. I'm saying she had a really rough childhood and I don't think school was at the forefront of her childhood. You know, I think she can color within the lines, but don't ask her to do the Pythagorean theory for you or whatever it's called. I I don't even know it and I'm, you know, educated a little. I went to a Catholic school, so I'm not that educated. Uh, my religion teacher, her name was Miss Neely, N-E-E-L-Y, really sweet woman. She she was my religion teacher at a private Catholic school, and she had cerebral palsy. So that's the kind of teaching I was getting. And I'm not making that up. She really had cerebral palsy. I had a teacher with cerebral palsy teaching me. Now, she was teaching me about God, and I feel like you can you can have, you can be slow and teach about that because it's not a real subject. You know, she, that nobody was letting her teach math. 
But they're like, yeah, sure, go talk about the guy in the sky. One time Miss Neely told us, she was like, I don't know if you know this. That's how she sounded. Hi, this is Miss Neely. I don't know if you know this or not, but I have cerebral palsy. We're like, yeah, no, we know, Miss Neely. And everybody was sweet to her. Nobody, nobody was mean. You know, it was a small school. We were all nice. Uh, you know, and, and, and one time she went, did you know that I only have half of a brain? We were like, what? What do you, what? Yeah, uh, half of my brain is rotted out, so they just took it out. So I have cerebral palsy and one side of my brain works. I'm like, get me the fuck out of this school. I can't believe you're going to teach me about Lent. What the what are you giving up half your brain for 40 days? What are we doing? She was the sweetest woman. She claimed to be a nun who got kicked out of her convent for having cerebral palsy. I think she got kicked out because she was clearly gay. That's neither here nor there. I hope she's still alive. She's probably not. She was in her 50s when I was in high school, and I was in high school in 1925, so. Miss Neely, I love you. You you probably can't hear this. Um, The palsy got to you, I'm sure. She was a fun lady, though. This is Miss Neely. (laughs) I hated that school so much. Fuck Melbourne Central Catholic. All right, uh, talking about creeps. From from, uh, Catholic schools to this story. This is a news story today. Now... The media is really sugarcoating this story, I'm going to say. But there is a lot of insider info that you're seeing on TikTok from uh, men that have clearly been to prison and have information. Or like, you know, the the media, like the U.S. Weekly and like whoever else, E! News or whoever is reporting on this right now, they're really not telling you anything that's going on. They're just telling you the surface level of the story. Danny Masterson got attacked. Danny Masterson got attacked in prison. And that's not surprising, right? You have a, you have a rapist sitting in prison, a rapist celebrity, um, you know, and not like a cool celebrity. You know, I'm sure Bill Cosby kind of made his way through prison fine because everybody's like, what's up, Doc? What's up, Dr. Huxtable? Hey, it's Cos. Um, but he's a fucking nerd. Danny Masterson's a fucking white Scientology nerd who was on a hit show in, you know, that 70s show that I'm guaranteeing you most of the prisoners weren't watching. Um, but he got attacked and you're really not going to see that in the news that comes out about it, which is very interesting. But I mean, he did get attacked. Uh, so I'm going to pull up an Us Weekly article here and read it. But so this is how they're presenting it to and I don't know why they're doing this. I don't know if there's some kind of protection they're trying to to um, uphold with Danny. I don't know if they, if it's um, not substan- substantiated. If there's no, if the source is, you know, a prisoner, is that a good source? It's, it's. I, I don't know why they're doing it, but they're they're presenting it like this. Danny Masterson has been transferred to a minimum security prison after a brief stay in a maximum security facility. Us Weekly can confirm. Um, he's got a 30 year sentence for rape. So essentially that's a life sentence. Let's be real. I mean, he's in his forties. Um, Masterson began to stay at Corcoran. Uh, I'm trying to, oh, here we go. Uh, it's reported that Masterson's relocation was due to concerns over the inmates well-being. So that's about as much as you're going to get about him being attacked. Hey, he was transferred over concerns about his well-being, meaning he got his fucking ass beat or he got his ass beat. Somebody ripped his asshole open and said, open wide, bitch, here I come. 
you, you know, so he's going to learn about consent today. Uh, but they're presenting it like, you know, oh, there, there's concerns over his safety. So he was relocated. Now he is relocated to a, um, um, a minimum security prison, but he's still, he's still in, in danger. Um, so I was watching a couple TikToks from these men. They didn't have all their teeth. They had face tattoos. I trust them. You have, sorry, again, mouth fart. My God. You have men with face tattoos and half of their teeth are not in their mouth. And they're talking about prison. I'm going to fucking trust them. Sorry. I'm not going to trust some white bitch that gets on, you know, with a full face of makeup talking about prison. I'm going to trust a man who's definitely done time and gets on TikTok and talks about it. So a lot of these men were saying he definitely got attacked. You don't get transferred unless something happened. It's not going to stop happening. Minimum security, maximum security. He's still going to be a tar. He's a target. He's got a target on his back. He's a rapist. Um, you know, I'm surprised, honestly, because I thought that they really only came after child rapists. But I think his his crime is, is big enough and bad enough. And he's kind of got a target on his back that they're going to they're going to do something. I don't know what will happen. He he might just have to be in his cell, you know, but it's a good day. It's a good day when you can see a rapist or you can hear about a rapist having to be transferred because they got their ass ripped open. Their asshole is now one with, you know, their back. It's all just one continuous thing. I mean, the guy, the guy's a piece of shit. And it's surprising that a Scientologist didn't get away with it. Um, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see. It's going to be a great week because of this. I'm filming on Monday. I, this week is going to be one of the best weeks because this is, you know, we don't get good news anymore. This is the feel good news we need. I don't need to see a video of a soldier coming home and surprising his wife. I want to hear about Danny Masterson getting ass raped in prison. That's my feel good news. You know? Um, we'll see how long he lasts. I don't, I, I'm not sure. It's like, I'm surprised that Jared from Subway is still alive. I don't know how that happened. He's had to have been attacked or did he like have an alliance? Is he like giving away free Subway subs in prison and like kind of holding them back? I'm not sure how he's surviving. Cause he's like, he's like major pedophile. Underage kids, pedophile, pedophile. It's interesting. I don't know how he's surviving in there. Um, it's weird. All right, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, you know, this, this is another, another creepy story before we wrap up this episode here. The creep, what if the creepy story is just I go over J-Lo's movie again? Okay, we got to go. We got to revisit it. Sora text to video um is gonna ruin everything for everyone and all i can think about is two things uh sex and crime sora is an open ai it's kind of like chat gpt you put in prompts chat gpt talks to you answers your questions spruces up your answers whatever you need chat gpt to do beyond like sucking your clit they'll do sora is another open ai program and they have now pseudo released a text to video model what this means is you go in and you set up a prompt an italian grandmother cooking in her her kitchen but not wearing any pants you put that into sora you get a fucking video of an italian grandmother cooking pasta in her kitchen but not wearing any pants and and you get the video and it's a realistic looking video 
Go look it up on TikTok, YouTube. Look at what these videos look like. It is creepy. And all I can think about are two things, sex and crimes. How is this going to, I mean, a year ago, AI videos looked absolutely unhinged and fake. Okay. They were, it's kind of, you can tell when JLo's movie was made. It was made probably a year ago because it's not too good. Now these, these AI videos are getting way too realistic. You can type in anything and it'll give you a, a legit video. Now there's some things that are a little off. When I saw a video of said grandma cooking pasta in the kitchen, now she had pants on. This is an innocent video, um, but an innocent example. Her hands looked a little off. So AI is still learning hands, but that's not going to take long. By the time I finish the sentence, AI will figure out the hands. I just keep going back to like, this is not going to be used for good. It's just like the internet. The internet was never, I mean, the internet was like, Look at all this knowledge we can we have at our fingertips. Look at all this access to everyone. We can learn so much. We can grow as a community. Look at this. And what are what are we doing with it? You know, we don't do anything good with it. We make memes. You know, we we dance on TikTok. I mean, there's a lot of insidious things that are happening. There's a lot of CP you know, men are able to bookmark video, mommy vlogger videos of kids running around in their diapers so they can whack it later. It's a lot of creepy shit, the internet. Not sure people are learning on the internet, but I, there's a lot of shit we did not see coming, huh? So I'm just imagining, I'm just imagining the worst. I mean, we already, we already talked about Taylor Swift's AI photos that she sued over or is threatening to sue that were like, you could tell they were AI photos, but like, it's only going to get worse. The technology is only going to get better. And now we have it in video. So it's not going to just be Taylor Swift getting gangbanged by a Philadelphia Eagle bird. You know, it's going to be men, creepy men, because men ruin everything. Hate to say it, but it's true. Mostly straight men. Creepy men going on there and coming up with the most ungodly shit. You know, whatever you want, anything you could think of, and even worse. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to mention anything about children, but let that be one of the thoughts you have. Uh, Men can go on there and say, a video of my grandma bent over. Anything. Hey, my ex-girlfriend's sucking off a cucumber. There's a video. A random uh, person, a blonde woman, guzzling cum out of an elephant's trunk. That's a video. I mean, it, the, the possibilities are endless for creeps. And it, 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 it kind of, it's going to become a little revenge porny. You know, it's going to be the new You Up. I think I talked about this in a previous episode, the website You Up, that that guy Hunter started, where people sent in nudes that they had received from women, mostly women, uh, in, in private that they sent to somebody to post on a website for all the world to see while tagging their social media. It was unhinged. But that's what this uh, new text-to-video is going to be. I mean, anything you can think of. And then beyond the sex shit, right? Beyond the creepy guys looking up anything, you know, prompting, whatever they want. They send, I mean, they, ugh, I don't even, it's just, it's just crazy. Somebody's going to pull up your mom, you know, getting titty-fucked by a train, I don't, I don't, by Thomas the Train. Beyond that, think about crimes. You know, there's a, we have evidence of you stealing from this Walmart and it's like, what? And somebody prompted it in the AI and you've been convicted. Now, this is a very basic, 
premise that I'm thinking of, but really, how are we going to be able to differentiate? You know, there are dirty prosecutors. There are dirty defense attorneys. The justice system is dirty. The justice system is the least advanced system in our country since the civil rights. I mean, in some, in some counties, you still have all white juries, you know, hearing a case of a black man. It's a modern day lynching, if you will. So it's going to get grimy. The justice system has not advanced very far since civil rights, and it's going to get grimy. It's going to get weird. False accusations. Videos that aren't real that, you know, show that you were there at the scene of the crime, man. It's, 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 it's kind of creepy. And I don't know. I want to say that I trust these developers who, who make these programs, at least they'd be thinking of these things before me, some, you know, some comedian thinks of it, but I don't know. I don't know what the point is of putting this out into the public and just letting it go. Chat GPT, um, was a little less harmful. You know, it's just prompts. Now we're getting into creating videos and that's really where things can go awry really, really easily. I mean, ChatGPT, I was thinking like, how are people not passing classes? How are people still failing any, any, any class where they need to write a paper when they have ChatGPT? Like just, just fucking write the paper with ChatGPT and change up the words a bit and you're done. It's so fucking easy. Um, and that may be the most insidious thing about ChatGPT is that like it can help you cheat in class. But this text to video is like way worse. And the implications are way worse. And like I, I think that it'll have to be stopped from the top, meaning it'll take another Taylor Swift suing or celebrity suing, you know, Kim Kardashian suing because somebody made a Kim and Kanye sex tape, you know, that's not real. But and then OJ joins in at the 30 minute mark. And starts fucking Kim. Like, it's going to get weird and the celebrities are going to have to sue and take this down and they're going to have to regulate this. There needs to be some regulations in this country. And we're not good with regulations in this country, you know? We don't like to regulate shit unless it's, a you know, a car. You know, if it's a gun, it's like, we're not going to give you this gun unless you have mental illness. That's our regulation. I would think that if you're a gun lover, you respect guns and you know how powerful they can be. You'd want some regulations so not every twerp can get their hands on one. But what do I know? Uh, so this country's not great with regulations. So it's going to be interesting to see how quickly they instill some regulations with this open AI, which I'm going to call it open AI porn because that's all it's going to be. Pornhub and you, you porn and whatever the fuck other... There was a porn site with hamster in the name. I don't know how that stayed popular for so long. I forget what it was called. I think it's X Hamster. What is that title? Hey, Billy, I'm going to make a porn site. It's going to have all the good step-sibling porn you could think of. Hell yeah, man. You know what I'm going to call it? What? Hamster. I'm going to fucking call it Hamster. Maybe I'll make a new site called it Gerbil. Um, I don't know. Those porn sites are going to go away once people can just make their own porn. Um, we'll see. It's very interesting. I was going to go over the shooting at the Super Bowl parade, but really I'm just, I'm over it. You know, there's, everyone has their opinion on guns. Nothing changes. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey went up there and said, donate to this, but they didn't say a damn thing about 
can we get some gun regulations? You know, they're, they're never going to say that. It would alienate their crowd. And you don't want to do that. You know, I think Steve Kerr was the most vocal sports figure to come out against all this gun violence. And he was angry and you could tell he was passionate and he was like pleading. He was like, when, when is this going to be enough? When are we going to do something? It would have been nice to see the Kelsey brothers do that. But they're in their prime of getting the bag. They're in their prime of getting money. They can't be alienating a single person in this country. Um, they've got to keep all the sides together, keep all the money raking in from every side they can, and, and the best they can do is set up a GoFundMe for the victims, you know? Which, I don't know if you knew this, but GoFundMe, GoFundMe's, they don't bring back your dead relative that died in a mass shooting. All right, um, let's go over. The last thing I wanted to talk about was a movie I saw uh, last week. It was very good. I'm gonna, I know we talked a lot about one movie in particular, so I'll, I'll just talk about this briefly. For Valentine's Day, I took my fiance to go see Lisa Frankenstein, and I gotta say it was fun. It was a fun movie. Go see it if you're just looking to turn your brain off and have some fun. Um, this is a movie, uh, it was released for Valentine's Day, I believe. Honestly, they could have released it for Halloween and probably would have performed better. But either way, it was super fun. It's uh, written by Diablo Cody. She wrote Juno. She wrote Jennifer's Body, as I previously mentioned that movie. These are all good movies. Juno, I'm kind of not a fan of because of the dialogue. It was just so heavy on the quirkiness and so not real. No teenager was walking around in 2004 going, honest to blog? Like, I fucking hated that dialogue. But uh, a lot of like calling their friends, hey, home skillet. No one was saying that. Shut the fuck up. Um, the dialogue in Lisa Frankenstein isn't that bad. There's some um, iterations of that kind of dialogue in the movie, but it's not bad. It's a fun movie. It's a it's a comedy mostly. There's a there's a little horror element to it, but not really. It's not as it's no nowhere near as much of a scary movie as J Lo's is. Um, and it was just overall fun. If you're just looking to go see a quick fun movie, you know, great pacing. The movie wasn't long. Uh, it was set in the 80s, so it's got that cool aesthetic, the, you know, a lot of pastels. Um, I liked it a lot, you know? I don't, not every movie has to be prolific. And I, honestly, in, in this day and age, give me a one and a half hour movie that's fun and and, and you kind of unique. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's kind of an older story, uh, unoriginal, but I enjoyed it. I like Diablo Co- Cody. I think she does well. And uh, it was a good cast. All right, that is it for me. I'm going to get out of here. I think I'm going to go watch J-Lo's movie again. It just makes me feel so good about my life. You know, it's like watching Intervention or Hoarders. You watch Hoarders and you're like, I'm doing okay. When I was a kid, I, I would put on the Maury show and just be like, you know what? I may have skipped class today and my teacher may have cerebral palsy and half of a brain, but at least I'm not pregnant not knowing who the father is. All right, till next time, don't forget to subscribe where you listen. Please uh, rate, subscribe, leave a review, queef, do what you got to do. If you don't, that's fine. You just hate me and it hurts. Um, Again, you can support the show by joining our, my Patreon, not our, but my Patreon, Heather Shaw Comedy on Patreon.com. It's linked into, into this, uh, it's linked in this uh, website. Fuck. It's linked in this podcast description as well as the sponsors for this podcast. Every week you get a bonus episode on my Patreon. You get a fun chat. I think we're almost up to 100 members. It'll be a momentous occasion. I'm going to show my 
I don't know. I'll probably show a lip, a labia. I'll probably post one labia lip. Is that a thing? I don't even know my own genitalia. Um, once I get to 100, that'll be, that'll be a celebration. Uh, you can also find me all over social media. Uh, keep listening. Keep liking it. And uh, stay gay. See ya.